0: Finishing up uh, a series that uh, we started uh, the 1st of January, talking about new beginnings. And uh, God has just moved uh, through every person that's been speaking from the pulpit, but especially in the hearts of of, of people that have heard uh, kind of the Lord directing us in this this day. Um, New starts. And uh, I talked about the new birth last week. We We celebrated 16 people coming to Jesus last week. Sunday. 16 people. Of those 16 people, four of them got baptized. And uh, we are just uh, loving what God is doing. Uh, Our our, our vision for the next five years is to reach a thousand people for Jesus. And uh, 16 of those were reached last week. And so it's just great for us to see how God uh, will birth a new beginning in people's lives. But I want to ask you a question as we go into this last part. And I know that nobody in this service, and, you know, of course, probably second service, and especially the Kearney campus, uh, you know, they say these infamous words, and and I know you guys never say anything like this, I'll start on Monday. (laughs) I'll start on Monday. I'll start my diet on Monday. I'll start, uh, you know, eating better. I will start going to the gym on Monday. And even more importantly than you know those uh, those physical things that we think we wanna we want to get in better shape or we want to we want to you know uh, eat better, uh, even more than that, the eternal things. Uh, I'm gonna start reading my Bible. Uh, uh, I'm gonna start on Monday, or I'm gonna start to pray, and I'll I'll start on Monday, or I'm going to start giving to the work of God when I when I when I win the lottery. I'm gonna give a big gift to the church, right? Um, but I'm going to say something right now that, uh, that really needs to be heard. Okay, Re- really listen to this because it, it might throw you off. Um, I'm praying about it can be a blessing or it can be a hindrance. I'm praying about it can be a blessing when you put God at the center of every decision that you make. I'm praying about it, and I'm praying about it, and I'm praying about it can be a hindrance when it's something that God has already told you to do and you don't move in that direction. You know, praying and praying and praying about things can hinder and can halt the very thing that God wants to do in you now. And so this whole message is about starting now. You see, the rubber is meeting the road with Brent Strand and Becky Strand. All the praying, all the should we, shouldn't we, you know, almost a year ago, they came and talked to uh, Sean and I. We met at our house, and they said, we're, we're believing God is directing us in this, in this way. Would you, will you pray with us? They did it the right way. Where you pray with us, and, and, uh, and then we got leadership praying. Uh, but all of that is already done. A week from now, you're going to be on uh, on a plane, and it starts now. And for a lot of you that are sitting here today, God is wanting you to. He's wanting you to go across a threshold that's going to change your life forever. But it won't start in your life until you take some action. He wants to do something in you now. So we're going to look at a, at a passage of, of Scripture in the Exodus. And Moses is going to be confronted with the reality of, uh, of praying to the Lord. And we're going to see what the Lord says to him. Because he's, at the, he's got the Red Sea in front of him. And a, a lot of us have those big... Uh, challenges. He had the Red Sea in front of him, and then he had the Egyptians behind him. So he had bondage behind him. Bondage was chasing him. Addiction was chasing him. All these different things that we have behind us chasing us, and you've got these obstacles in front of you. You've got this Red Sea in front of you, this thing that's bigger than you. That's exactly where Moses was at in this place in his life. And so if you've got your Bible or your, your uh, Bible app, you can go there. It'll be on the screen. We're going to go to Exodus chapter 14. I'm going to read verses 3, 13 through 16. Let me pray a blessing over the word <clears throat> as we go there. Father, thank you, Lord, for, uh, for this time that we have together in, in this first service. As always, we pray your blessing upon everything that's said. I pray, Lord, for every heart, every soul that's sitting in the seats. They're so special to you, Lord. Every person that's sitting here is so special to you. So I pray for your blessing to be upon them, Lord. Open up, open up their ears to hear what you have for them, Holy Spirit. Pray for hearts to be open to receive what you have for them. Lord, use me as a voice. That's, that's all that I am. I'm a messenger, Lord. I pray that I will, I will speak in a way that honors you. Empower me, Lord God, to speak things that, uh, that need to be spoken. And Lord, check me with things that don't. So we'll be very careful to give you all the, all the praise, all the glory. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. amen. So we get to this place and, and, and the, the Egyptians are, are, are chasing uh, uh, Moses and the Israelites. And he's leading all these hundreds of thousands of people Uh, To this uh, this place, it's not like ten people, not like three hundred people. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that he's leading out of uh, out of Egypt. And uh, verse thirteen says says this: Moses told the people, "These are great words." He says, "Don't be afraid; just stand still." Don't we preachers do that? Just stand still. And watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians that you see, look back, look back at what the Egyptians that you see today will never be seen again because the Lord Himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. I would say just chill. Chill, everything's, God has it all under control. And then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? In another translation, he says, why are you praying to me? Tell the people to what? To get moving. Moses says, say what? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. I think, the, I think the Lord would speak that to, to, to Living Word Chapel. You know, uh, it, it's time for, for, for me to say to the people, it's time to get moving. Pick up the staff, the staff that God has given us, and raise them up over the challenges that we have and watch God do his thing. Divide the water so the Israelites can, I love this, can run like crazy. No. So they can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. I don't know if you know this, but the middle of the sea does not have dry ground. The middle of your problem, the middle of your circumstance, doesn't seem like it's going to be a place that's going to be passable or uh, you'll be able to uh, navigate through it. But God says, and he not only said, he did, he accomplished it through Moses. Moses. For the Israelites. You see, there, there, there is a time in our lives to be still and know that he is God. And there's also a time in our lives to get moving because we know that he is God. For some people sitting here today, it's time to move forward. Because God has already been speaking to you. He's been speaking to you constantly what you need to do. It's time for you to quit praying about it and act on it. And and, and from what I read in the the narrative of the Israelites and them crossing uh, the Red Sea, you see that they needed action in their life. The grumbling comes later. The grumbling, the the, the the bickering comes, it comes throughout our lives. But God says to us sometimes, move, take action. So I've got three God-inspired motivators. And my prayer is that someone in here is gonna own them. Okay? From, from what we read from the Word of God right there, the, the first motivator, the first motivator to prompt us. To start now is don't put it off any longer. Start now. With, with a show of hands, how many of you in this service, uh, you belong to this crew? I'll start tomorrow. Anyone in here? Thank you for your honesty. You're in church. You're honest. You know, how, how many of the crews uh, belong to I'll Start Monday? One of my One of my sons is notorious for that. No, time. I'll start Monday. And ha- have you noticed that, uh, that Mondays always come, but our new start doesn't when we live in that mentality? And Moses helps us here because Moses told the people, he said, don't be afraid, just stand still. Just stand still. And then the Lord is going to fight for you. Just stay calm. And this is an amazing attitude to have, but we find out that there are times to pray in our lives and there are times to act, and I am so glad that that scripture is in the Bible to speak into my life. Because the hard things that I face, beloved, let me say this, the hard things that Pastor James faces are the places where I don't want to act. The the hard conversations that I need to have I put them off till Monday. And I'm not saying which Monday. That confrontation, that, that, that addiction, that, that problem that we have that's, that's really, really getting us down, we, we, we usually put those things off, off. And sometimes we get stuck praying about these things for years when we were supposed to move in the power of God when he spoke it to us. And have you noticed that no one can make you move but you? Have you noticed that? No one can make us do anything. Have you noticed that with your children or your grandchildren or your, you know, your siblings? It's not, you, it's not you that's a problem. It's everyone else, right? But we, we, we see that, that it's, no one can make you do anything but you. And the Lord said to Moses, uh, from the, the Living Bible puts it like this, quit praying, what? Quit praying and get the people moving forward. Forward march. I love, I love how it says, forward march. Use your rod. Hold it out over the water and the sea will open up a path before you. And all the people of Israel shall walk through on dry ground. And there are, there are, there are things that every one of us is facing that are our Red Sea experience. I don't know what that is for you, but I know what it is for me. And you might be like Moses. You've been praying about it. You've been praying about it. You've been praying, praying about it. But there's a place that God not only wanted to, but he needed to take Moses, and there's a place that God needs to take you. There's a place that God needs to take me. And there are some barrier breakers that I want you to grab a hold of this morning. These are tools to help you. These are barrier breakers. The first barrier breaker is we need to read God's Word. Sunday morning is is not enough of God's Word to sustain you throughout the week. And nothing will change your, your, your life like the Word of God. And there will always be barriers. Hear me now. There will always be barriers that will try to get in the way and keep you from reading the Word of God. Because the devil, the, the, the devil, the world, and the flesh, they know that if you get in the Word of God, you will become a powerful vessel for the Lord. It'll change you like never before because you'll begin to hear the voice of God through the pages of Scripture. And the people that I know that, that, uh, that uh, have the greatest life changes are people who prioritize reading the Word of God. These individuals, they have complete transformation in their lives. The psalmist put it like this. He said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my path. It'll keep you from stumbling. It'll keep you from, from making the wrong decisions. It'll, it'll, it'll check you when you shouldn't do something. It'll It'll actually release you when you should. It'll encourage you to do the things that are right for you. The things that are going to give you success as a believer, as a follower of Christ, you're going to find them in the word of God. You will find when a pastor, a preacher, I don't care who you're listening to, you will find when they're speaking things that are correct because you'll know it from here. And I can guarantee you this, that if you, if you read the word of God, your life will be transformed. The more you read the, the word, the more you hear from God. The more you hear from God, the better your choices will be. The better your choices become, the greater your success. And the Word of God will direct you to God initiatives, where God is moving us, where God is moving you. You'll grab a hold of them. You'll know that it's the Lord directing you. You'll know that He's faithful because you see it in His Word. You see it in your life. And when you implement the Word of God into your life, it does something that only God can do because it is the living word. The second barrier breaker that we all need, and I love that uh, that Nick said that this morning, Nick and Natalie, and, and I, I didn't set them up to, to say that we need community, that we need small groups. The second bar, uh, barrier breaker is fellowship. I'm going to say something that's very important. Young people, middle-aged people, older people, you need to know this. Having the right people in your life is life-changing. Having the wrong people in your life will be a deterrent to what God wants to do. And there will always be barriers for surrounding yourself with the right people. I can tell you that, that for the 26 years that I walked uh, 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 absent of Christ in my life, that I didn't have Jesus in my life, I, I, I acted, I mirrored the people that I fellowshiped with, the people that I, that I lived around, the people that I did life with. I acted just like them. In the 26 years that I've been walking with Jesus, my behavior has changed, and it's become a lot more like the people that I surround myself with who speak positive into me, who speak the the things of God into my life. Who you hang with, who you surround yourself with is who you're going to become. In fact, Paul uh, wrote to the Corinthians. He said, do not be misled. I love how he said it. Do not be misled. Bad company will corrupt good character. I'm going to say that again bad company will corrupt good character so bad company needs to brought in they need to be brought into good company so that god can change their character so that god can change their life embrace the people who are going to encourage the things of god in your life moses told the israelites don't be afraid do you notice that, that God put the right person in the lives of the Israelites? Now, they were going to argue, grumble. They were going to be uh, uh, just uh, complain all throughout his, his, his voyage with them for the 40 years in the wilderness. But God placed the right person in their life. And God will place the right people in our life if we open our hearts to that. Can I tell you that the devil will bring the wrong people into our lives as well? the world will bring the wrong people into our lives the third barrier breaker is this giving giving we're going to see that played out you see it played out in scripture giving or generosity will change your life and the enemy of our souls doesn't want you or i to give because when we when we take uh, when, when we begin to give, we actually take on the character of God. God is a very generous God. As, as Shauna and I were driving home last, last uh, Sunday, I said this to her several times. And she said, babe, wow, why are you saying this so much? I said, God is, God is so generous to us. God is so generous to us. And it had nothing to do with monetary uh, uh, giving. It had to do with 16 people giving their life to Jesus. It had to do with me baptizing my younger brother here at at, at Living Word Chapel after 26 years of praying for him. It had to do with God is faithful. God God continues to give and to give and to give and to give. And when we start to give and to give and to give, we are taking on the character of God. God is not selfish. He's selfless. When we become selfless, we take on the character of Christ. And God will always replenish everything that we need. You you use your talent, God will give you more. You use your time, God will give you wisdom and how to manage everything else. You use your treasure, God will... continue to replenish you because God owns everything. You know, when we do the service for, for Lloyd and we do the service for people, I, what I've noticed is no one takes anything with them when they die. Everything's loaned to us while we're here from God. We bring nothing in, we take nothing out. And then over and over we read in the, in the Old Testament how God called his people to be generous. And, and here's one of many examples in Exodus 25, he's already taken them out and he's taken them to, you know, he's uh, delivered them from the Egyptians, from their bondage. And he says, Now I want a place where, where you guys can worship, a place where we can come in and, and worship the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, He said, Speak to the people of Israel that they take for me a contribution. Now, isn't that interesting? Take for me, not, not for Moses, not for the sanctuary. Take for me a contribution from every man whose heart moves him. Every, every woman whose heart is, is, is moving you, you shall receive the contribution for me, and this is the contribution that you shall receive from them, gold, silver, bronze. In other words, give your best to the Lord because he gives the best to us. Blue and purple and scarlet yarns, uh, fine twined linen, goat's hair, tanned ramskin, skin, goat skins, uh, acacia wood, oil for the lamb, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones and stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breast piece and let them make a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. When you you give, this is so incredible, when you give, always think about it as I'm giving to God. I'm giving for his glory. And it's always him moving our hearts. You know, when we give, uh, when we take up the collection for Brennan Becky in a little bit, you know, don't think about it as I'm funding Brennan Becky's. Think about it. I am going to partner with God so that they can make a difference in people's lives. Every person, every person that ever comes to Jesus because of your generosity, you have made an eternal investment for his glory. Not temporary. Here's the second motivator to prompt you to start now. There is something pursuing you. There is something pursuing you. Identify it, distance yourself from it, and start now. Who was pursuing the Israelites? The Egyptians. Their bondage right and Moses tells the Israelites the Egyptians you see today will never be seen again but but the reality is that that would not occur until they identified where their bondage was and God said move and a lot of us have things that have had us in bondage we've got things that have that have that have just enslaved us and God is telling you today it's time to move identify it and move Away from it. And every one of us in here has something that has us captive or is trying to have us captive. It could be a prevailing sin, and you do it over and over and over again, and it becomes a habit. Next week, we have uh, Eddie Morelos, who's going to be sharing with us, and he has an amazing story. He has a story of transformation He'll talk about how he uh, graduated as uh, one of the, the, the highest in his class in Lordsburg, New Mexico, of all places. He went off with many scholarships, went to New Mexico State, got caught up in drugs, went to prison for dealing cocaine, came out of prison, Jesus grabbed a hold of him, and God has just elevated him to places where he's, he meets with some of the highest, uh, uh, most uh, uh, elite athletes and pours into their lives. God can do great things. It's going to be a great Sunday. Um, you know, we all have those desperate prayers. And God, God has heard you. We, we, we prayed with, with several today. And, and, and you've been praying about situations. We have those desperate prayers. But he's speaking to us today. It's time to start now. He wants you to get in his word like never before. And nobody can get in his word for you. Have you noticed that? You'll you'll hear him when you read his word. Uh, The psalmist put it like this. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And so God is, is speaking to, to all of us this morning. We all have something. We all have something chasing us. And God is saying, identify it. Identify what that thing is. You know, it could be a lot of things. For, for some, it's a challenge of getting married. For some people, it's a, it's a challenge of, you know, doing things right and honoring God. And it's a challenge for, with, with maybe an addiction that you have. It could be what you're watching. It's, it could be a lot of things that's chasing you. I mean, you can't stop thinking about it. And God says, identify it and move away from it through the power of God. Raise up that staff and say, Lord God, I'm going to trust you. And split that Red Sea so I, so I can walk on the dry land and be free in Jesus' name. And how many of you believe in here that God can do that? I believe it. He can do that. Here's, here's uh, uh, the third motivator do not beat yourself up because you failed in the past, start now. Can I tell you that that Moses had an MO of running from his failures? Raised in the court of Pharaoh in royalty. He killed an Egyptian and he ran. Instead of facing that, and he went into the wilderness and he ran? And a lot of us run and we run and we run and we run from our failures. And there's someone that's here today that you're fearful of starting now because you failed in the past. But God has a word for you. And that word for you, beloved, is that the, the righteous, that they they fall. They can fall seven times and they'll rise again. The righteous fall seven times and they rise again but the wicked they stumble in times of calamity let me send you off with a question are you ready to start now are you ready to start now and embrace the new beginning that God has for you for you and let me close by saying this do not put your eyes on the people next to you. Say, Lord, it's you and me today. It's you and me. But I can't do it because because of her. I can't do it. You know, Shauna, it's Shauna's reason that I don't eat well. It's it's JJ's reason that I'm so stressed. Well, that's true sometimes. It's Katie's reason that I have such high expectations. I can put my eyes on everybody. But God is speaking to us as an individual and he's saying, you start now. And you will be better off going forward. Can we all bow our heads? Father, thank you. Thank you for new beginnings. And Lord, as we heard today from your word, new beginnings start the day that I take a step of faith in the direction that you call me. Lord Jesus, today I take a bold step to start now. Lord, I choose to embrace your forgiveness and walk out your purposes for my life. Fill me fill me lord with the power of your holy spirit and mold my mind and my heart to be obedient for your glory with that prayer lord god with that prayer for that person that has never taken a step of faith and trusted in jesus alone we pray for you to become the lord of my life if you're here today and you've never taken that step of obedience to to, to cross over the threshold and walk through the door to your new life in Jesus, I want you to raise your hand and say, that's me today and I'm going to take in that step today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And you can all look at me. We will do that every Sunday. Every Sunday. Because I know that many are going to come to Jesus. Amen. Amen. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.